what an amazing go home episode of smackdown before summerslam it was and also the debuting thunderdome with that seeing the smackdown inside it it was really awesome to see hello and welcome everyone to fighter fury podcast i'm your host amran das and tonight we are reviewing the last smackdown episode before wwe summerslam let's get into it now tonight we debuted the wwe thunderdome at the amway center at orlando florida kicking off things was mr mcmahon who kicked off things by welcome everyone who was watching in the wwe thunderdome from home to this friday night smackdown but as he could continue they he was confronted by fiend and Braun Strowman the universal champion like they want to take their rivalry to the next level and it is right now it is on the charts and like then the retribution attacks Strowman then Fiend goes away and the Strowman and the Strowman was being attacked by the retribution group taking out everyone and then all the superstars came out and the aid of Braun Strowman but they couldn't do anything but still the retribution went out attacking braun strowman then we saw the kickoff match between big e and sheamus a good way to start the smackdown at wwe thunderdome between big e and sheamus that was awesome but the match felt like something was missing a lackluster match it was like all the importance of the match was all shifted towards something else like all the importance of the match was overshadowed by the retribution group attacking wwe superstars in the ring and outside the ring it all felt like it was a lumberjack match superstars surrounding the ring protecting biggie and sheamus that didn't do much anything but just overshadowed the match's skill set where good skill set was on display and also uh, king corbin attacking matt riddle due to their rivalry during the match and all the superstars getting distracted even sheamus that was like done absolutely done the whole match was just all foiled and like that biggie took that advantage of the distraction by sheamus he pinned sheamus and took the win at much of awe of sheamus then we saw lucha house party challenging shinsuke nakamura and cesaro for the smackdown tag team championship match now with the new day out of the tag team scene and also the forgotten sons and also i think miz and morrison are almost out of the tag team championship scene it's all it oh it is only shinsuke nakamura and cesaro the tag team champions and the lucha house party who are now the tag team only number one contender i think in the smackdown roster right now and they challenged them for the smackdown tag team championship epic match good match uh good championship match it was on like every skill set was on display brute strength from cesaro a strong style from nakamura then a lucha libre style high flying action from both lince dorado and grand metalik that was awesome to see but at at the end it was all shinsuke nakamura and cesaro outnumbering them and retaining the wwe smackdown tag team championship but after the match there was some kind of trading of words between 
the returning Callisto and Lince Dorado and it felt like there was some kind of dissension between them going on right now but I don't know it will be too early to say that a dissension is going on between them but let's see what happens in the next upcoming weeks what unfolds maybe the dissension goes on or not then we can say the dissension is there but what I felt seeing tonight that I think WWE is trying to break Callisto, Lince Dorado and uh, Grand Metal League. Seeing their singles performance, singles match performance, I think they will be more su successful in a singles competitor. Like Callisto has been two-time United States champion, one-time Cruiserweight champion. So that would be great. So that would be great to see what happens in the upcoming weeks. Then we saw Sasha Banks and Bailey come out for the interview, in-ring interview with Corey Graves. Now Corey Graves very cleverly asked them, are they our fraud friends? They said no, but it was like really they were fraud friends. Now how it became clear when Naomi confronted them. When Naomi confronted Sasha Banks and Bailey for a beat the clock challenge match where who will face second Asuka was on the line. Now, whoever faces second Asuka has the more chance of retaining the championship because they will be facing a weakened Asuka because Asuka will be utilizing all her energy in the first match and in the second match, she may be at her 50%. So that's why that was on the challenge at the beat the clock challenge and beat the clock challenge was also returning after almost I think three to four years at the max five to six years I think after many years it is returning to Friday Night Smackdown and also this thing this stipulation was all over the internet everyone was talking about why the beat the clock challenge is not there so that's what there and WWE brought back the beat the clock challenge tonight when Naomi faced Sasha Banks and set a record time of 3 minutes 39 seconds to beat the clock and without wasting any time Bailey took over Naomi and Naomi and Bailey just brawled over but it was all Naomi who took the win at 1 minute 44 seconds and as a result what happened is that Bailey had to face first Asuka for the Smackdown Tag Team Championship and Sasha Banks will receive the second opportunity that is Sasha Banks will face Asuka second for the Raw Women's Championship at SummerSlam. So that was on. And with that scene, we saw Sasha Banks laughing when Bailey lost. And it was like both of them were using each other to keep the titles around the waist. So that was really, really clear. And when Asuka confronted them and both of them were at the platform and Asuka confronted both of them and like Bailey ran away without even bothering Sasha Banks so it was like yeah they are really fraud friends just using each other to keep the titles on the waist that was really really cleared then we saw how Sony will come out and make a statement that the match at SummerSlam between Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville will be a no disqualification match and it will be the loser leaves WWE. Now there was a hair versus hair stipulation but I don't know why this 
stipulation was dropped and it was given a no disqualification match and a loser leaves WWE. I think in light of the recent events that happened surrounding Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, I think now no, those of you who don't know what happened with Sonya Deville was that a stalker was stalking Sonya Deville for almost eight years, and the stalker even sent some DMs through Instagram and Twitter to Sonya Deville. So. But she didn't read it and last few days ago where when UFC 252 happened at that time when Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville were watching at Sonya Deville's home the UFC 252 the stalker tried to kidnap Sonya Deville and but the, it all got foiled because of the intruder alarm that tripped off and warned Sonya Deville of it and see and hearing that the stalker just ran away but when the police got hold of that stalker they found real kidnapping things found from him like plastic tags duct tape a hand knife it was all like pre-planned so i think in light of that recent events i think wwe just gave a relaxation just to cool off sonny reveal and mandy rose that's why they didn't want to humiliate both of them at this time where they went through something they went through some severe actions where they had to attend courts uh, trials due to this thing so that's why i think wwe tried to relax something but also didn't take away anything that that means the rivalry is on but not so harsh but not so harsh stipulation is there like hair versus hair the stipulation is taken over but uh, another not too harsh but yes really harsh for them taking beatings like that in a no disqualification match and lose the leaves WWE. It's like WWE didn't took away anything from fans and also from the Sony Deville and Mandy Rose, but also didn't just give so much relaxation to fans and also Sony Deville and Mandy Rose. So that's also a good way. But I think today, today or tomorrow, I think we will be clear why this hair versus hair match stipulation will be. But but everyone will be wanting answers why this hair versus hair stipulation was dropped off. Maybe it was due to the recent uh, recent events that happened surrounding both of them, or maybe just because they didn't want to take that too harsh condition. Anything could happen. Then after that, we saw where Nikki Cross cut a promo and gave the update about Alexa Bliss, where Nikki Cross said that after few days after the Braun Strowman and Braun Strowman and Fiend's attack, Alexa had uh, have been very very strained. He been she's she is not answering her calls, not answering her. So I think Baby WWE is trying to repackage Alexa Bliss from the Five Feet of Fury goddess to Sister Abigail. Maybe that's a question mark. I don't know that. Maybe that's a uh, very very possibility could be because in the recent events we have seen that uh, after the attack of the fiend we saw again feed come out with Alexa Bliss and Alexa Bliss embracing uh, the fiend and getting into the rivalry of between these two. I think there there should be repackaging and also Nikki Cross hinted that something bad is going to happen now something bad is going to happen didn't mean with Alexa Bliss I think it will be at the during the match between the Fiend and Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship there will be some kind of twist some kind of twisted fate there will be because 
WWE will be trying to end a maybe something like a cliffhanger ending just like Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre maybe because they want to build the payback pay-per-view that's just a week away so yes it could be that's why we don't know that could be we need to see that during the match and it could be that they would be repackaging Alexa Bliss to sister Abigail we need to see that how it happens then we saw an epic rivalry between AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy now what happened is that Jeff Hardy was slated to face AJ Styles for the Intercontinental Championship match tonight now before that could happen during the beginning of the Smackdown when Retribution were attacking the locker room of the Smackdown now AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy both were there at that time AJ Styles took the advantage and injured Jeff Hardy as a result what happened is that Jeff Hardy suffered an injured knee and had to put on the knee braces and with that knee braces on both of them took on each other in an epic classic match of tonight now this intercontinental match was absolutely great I'll say of tonight tonight this match was the highlight this match was absolutely great and ha having that knee braces on still Jeff Hardy doing the swanton bomb kicking doing all the stuff because Jeff Hardy's main arsenal consists of the legs and AJ Styles tried to take away that legs but still it couldn't happen Jeff Hardy used those knee braces and took the win and became the new intercontinental champion and also becoming a five-time record intercontinental champion and after that we saw how AJ Styles went irate and was mm, angry on Joseph Parks and also showing his face what Jeff Hardy did to his face with the knee braces thing so he was very very irate and I think this rivalry will continue to SummerSlam a rematch between AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy for the Intercontinental Championship again and it should be I think because these two just stole the show tonight then uh, lastly for the touch-up for the SummerSlam we saw Bray Wyatt's Firefly Funhouse where Bray Wyatt was just mocking Braun Strowman's and Alexa Bliss love angle but Braun Strowman not finding it so much funny attacked Bray Wyatt in the Firefly Funhouse just like Seth had done last October same way Bray Wyatt same way Braun Strowman attacked Bray Wyatt and they were brawling all over the backstage and what happened is that Braun Strowman choke slammed Bray Wyatt through the concrete and that was like he took a nasty fall and that really hurt but when Bray Wyatt was being taken to the hospital through the ambulance the fiend emerged and the smackdown ended there and after seeing this all this angle between Braun Strowman and the fiend Bray Wyatt I think the most entertaining world title match I think it will be the universal championship both of them are so big mega giants that will be clashing at Sunday I think it will I think it will just surpass the whole events status it, I think it will just surpass all the events matches all classic I think it, it will event it will also eventually surpass 
Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton WWE Championship match. I didn't find uh, Drew McIntyre. Yes, I did find Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton's matchup entertaining by building into SummerSlam. But this Universal Championship match, this have been building since Braun Strowman had won the Universal Championship from Goldberg at WrestleMania. Since then on, Bray Wyatt has been targeting Braun Strowman. And we have seen, now this is the only long story we have seen in the recent. And that is now still continuing between Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. Now, Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt have feuded not only at Money in the Bank, but also at the Horror Show at Extreme Rules in a Swamp Fight. And like both of them have bad blood now and like they want to settle this once and for all. They are 1-1 and they need to finish this at SummerSlam for the, by finishing it off with a Universal Championship match between them. And like I'm just stoked and this should be, this really should be the main event, not the WWE Championship. What all was there in this that was not there in the Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre right now. What all stuffs are right now that's that is making interesting to the Universal Championship rather than making WWE Championship a very interesting. I, I I'm not saying is that WWE Championship is boring right now, but you know the events that all happened, the slow step by step process to build the rivalry between both of the men was not built in the case of the WWE Championship match between Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. It was just a blatant uh, message that was sent like yes Randy Orton wants to face for the WWE Championship to Drew McIntyre and Drew McIntyre accepts it, uh, went on to in an irate brawls finish. It was just but for the Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman's feud it has been building since 2014 when they were in the white family and after the split of the white family Braun Strowman name became became a big name and white too and after the repackaging to Braun Strowman became intercontinental champion universal champion and even Bray Wyatt became WWE champion and also universal champion so this is like uh, story uh, story a rivalry in the making since I think four years that would be great and I need to see this in the main event rather than the WWE Championship this will be great and SummerSlam will be will be stolen by these two men and speaking of tonight's Smackdown that was absolutely great and I'll give a 8.5 rating out of 10 that is uh, too great and I found it very entertaining tonight too, not too many matchups, but story building was there because it's the last touch-up before the SummerSlam. So it needed to be some story building rather than too much matches. And so if you like my podcast, make sure to follow me on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. It's available on all platforms. Make sure to find it and listen to the episodes. And also I have some special episode that is called What If Series Episode 1. What if the Bullet Club reunited in WWE? Make sure to go and listen to it. I have also an Instagram account named Fighter Fury Podcast. Make sure to go and follow it to gain number one break free access to the pro wrestling world news. Make sure to go and check it out right now and I'll see you in the next podcast. Peace.